Greetings and welcome to the Bible Learning Cup. We're going to take just a little look at a piece of software today that's going to let you, anytime you want, look up every single topic in the Bible in just a matter of a few seconds. Now, we're going to stay away from the hot button issues, which is like divorce and, you know, marriage, uh, drunkenness, murder, all that. But what's in the news right now is Syria. Now, the word Syria or Assyrian or Syria as plural, whatever, is mentioned about 300 times in the King James Bible. Okay, 300. We're not going to do that all today. It's only mentioned about 10 times in the entire New Testament. So people who study these things sometimes say, hey, let me take a look and see what the Bible says about you know, whatever the hot button issue is in the, in the media at the time. So we're going to do that. What you do, I'm not going to, there's many pieces of software and apps. You can just download one, get familiar with it. I pumped in Syria. I'm just going to, let's just do the, only the ones in the New Testament, just for the fun of it, just to see if we can get a little taste, maybe of what's going on. Maybe it applies to what's going on today. Maybe it doesn't. Matthew 4.24 says, And his fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought unto him all sick people that were taken with divers diseases and torments, and those which were possessed with devils, and those which were lunatic, and those that had the palsy, and he healed them. Luke 2, 2. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. Next, Luke 4, 27, Jesus says, And many lepers were in Israel in the time of Eliseus the prophet, and none of them was cleansed, saving Naaman the Syrian. Huh. Okay, thank you, Jesus. Acts 15.23, And they wrote letters by them after this manner, the apostles and elders and brethren, send greetings unto the brethren which are of the Gentiles in Antioch and Syria and Cilicia. Acts 15.41, And he went through Syria and Cilicia, confirming the churches. Now we're almost done here. Just a few more, folks. Acts 18.18, 18. And Paul after this tarried there yet a good while. Then he took his leave of the brethren and sailed thence to, well, where else? Syria. And with him Priscilla and Aquila, having shorn his head in Chinetura, for he had a vow. Next, Acts 23. And there abode three months, and with the Jews laid wait for him. As he was about to sail into Syria, he proposed to return through Macedonia. Only two more. Acts 21.3. Now, when he had discovered Cyprus, we left it on the left hand and sailed into Syria and landed at Tyre, for there the ship was to unlade her burden. And the very last time, Galatians one twenty one, afterward I came into the regions of Syria and Cilicia. Well, there it is, folks, just that fast. If I had to say, let's take the hot button issue like divorce, it's, it's only mentioned 11 times in the entire Bible of the King James Bible. You could do that in the privacy of your own home. You don't need to pay a counselor. You don't need to be, you know, have a psychologist, psychiatrist. You don't need to take any medicine. You don't need to get stressed out. Just a little piece of software. There's three or four good ones out there. Just pick, pick your own. And when you, when you're curious about something and you're getting different pastors, different priests, different churches, different denominations, all telling you something different. If you're Catholic, God bless you. You've got a Pope in there right now. He's all over the map. Uh, he's doing a great job about these, uh, roving gangs of priests and the little 12 year old boys, isn't he? Huh? But anyway, let's just say, if, whatever it is, you can look it up yourself. You don't, you don't even need me here. Just get the software. All these tender issues of the heart, look it up yourself. Now, it's best to take it in context, you know, to read it as it's being, you know, like, like at least to read the chapter to see how the thing is being used. But I just want to show this to you. The same thing about drinking wine. 
I uh, started this thing a while back where you know, I had different people tell me it was really grape juice. Yeah, that's right. Jesus went to the wine uh, steward and he says, boy, this is the best wine I've ever had. That was that was grape juice. All right. You know, what I'm saying. But when you do the study, do the research, you find out the Bible's pretty darn clear. And one thing I want to leave you with. Let's be absolutely clear. If you're curious about this business, going to heaven, going to hell, getting born again, what does the Bible really say? Does it say to be a good person? Well, it might as, it, maybe it doesn't say it, but it might as well say it. But it does say you need to believe in somebody. who You know who it is if you've listened here. Jesus Christ, what he did for you on that cross. And he's coming back again. Very simple. You can look it up yourself. God bless you all. It's called Bible Learning Cup. I'm glad you could stop by. And perhaps we'll get a little bit more music if I can find some in just a bit. Peace to y'all. Greetings and welcome to the Bible Learning Cup. I'm your host. You know, sometimes it's a lot of fun for me to find a word that's used only maybe two, three, four times in the entire Bible, all the way through, and just take a look at that word. As an example, let's just take the word study. This is going to be a quick one now, like I'm trying to study something to learn it, S-T-U-D-Y. Only mentioned three times in the whole Bible, uh, once in the Old Testament, twice in the New. Let's take just a quick peek and uh, here in a minute or two see what we can get out of this. Ecclesiastes 12.12 is the first time it's mentioned. It says, And further by these, my son, be admonished of making many books, there is no end. And much study is weariness to the flesh. That's absolutely correct. If you have to cram for an exam at either a trade school or uh, college, anything like that, uh, studying can wear you out. Number two, First Thessalonians 4.11, And that ye study to be quiet and to do your own business and to work with your own hands, we commanded you. This talks about a study component, and basically today we'd call it minding your own business. But they, then they says, do your own business, do your own business. Lastly, Second Timothy two fifteen says, "Study to shew thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth." Now this talks about studying a little bit all the time, not wearing yourself out like the first example where you get weariness of the flesh, you're cramming for an exam, trying to memorize half the Bible chapter, the whole thing. Uh, not that that's bad, but I mean, you can overdo it. On the other hand, the last time it's used, you study as a workman is like five days a week. Now, I'll confess to you, I'd like to do it. I would like to study the Bible five days a week. I slip all the time. But using a little piece of software like I'm using here, and you can get it for free anywhere. There's all kinds of software. You can wake up in the morning. So I wonder how many times this word's used in the Bible, like we've done right here, you and I together, and say, yeah, there's something there. I think I maybe it would be a good idea to study the Bible just a little bit. Number two, not to wear myself out. And number three, to mind my own business if there's some trouble at work or something like that. Folks, it's called Bible Learning Cup. I'm always happy for you to stop by. Uh, oh, there's one other thing I'm supposed to talk about. Yeah, the app here. A lot of the times I've made you guys some stuff to listen to, and the app just wipes it out. It doesn't take it doesn't hold it. Crashes, I guess. These things happen. Anyway, until next time, bye for now.